following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh, episode 109. Uh, uh, the melancholy of Jason DeMarco. Uh, I'd say more. I'd have a joke, but Otakon. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today is... ASMRI Derail Maddox. And... Your wonderful data monkey, Colt Burr. Colt's back! Yay! The sign. Oh no, we got a sideline. But... Oh, man. Joining us today, our very special guest, Toonamet. Toonamet, that's right. Toonamet. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Oh, good evening. How are you this fine day? I'm doing very well. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Are you guys doing good? Yeah, I'm I want to put my hand. Yeah, you know how I do it. <laughs> good. Good. Tunamet was another one of our wonderful contributors during the Momocon fundraiser. So thank you once again for that. We're glad to we bring you on the show. Thank you, thank you. Tell us about your Toonami fandom. Oh God, I will keep it as brief as possible. Um, you could say that I'm about a year over the uh, demographic everybody loves. So I guess you could consider me the older end of the Toonami faithful spectrum. I'm not the oldest, at least on Twitter I'm not. Um, I did... <laughs> There's one older than me, way older, but we won't get into that later. Um, I, I did watch the first Toonami, but at the time it didn't seem that interesting to me, and I was going to school around that time, so I didn't get to watch it too often. So it wasn't until the uh, 17 Lost episodes of Sailor Moon, oh. about a year later, and I was big on Sailor Moon at the time, so whenever I would go to school, I would pretend that I'm looking up stuff on the internet, you know, back when they had hourly rates. <laughs> I would pretend yeah. I had like a, yeah, so I would sneak into the computer lab saying, hey, I got a little project I got to work on. I'm actually Googling Sailor Moon, looking at all the characters that I never got to see because it only stopped at the second season, the uh, English dub. So I looked at all these characters I never recognized and episodes I never got to see before. I would do that for hours. So when I heard about the new episodes, I was really excited. So I really started watching Toonami after that. And then they added all kinds of stuff. So I watched it pretty religiously as often as I could. And then when it moved to Saturday night, you know, I kind of got busy. I got older and I had other responsibilities. So, you know. See, she had a social life, people. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't just like uh, the girly stuff, you know. I have four brothers, so you know, I'm all, most of my time watching TV would would be with them and not my older sister because you know I break her stuff. So I was not allowed in her room a lot. So I'm used to seeing a lot of guy stuff, so Dragon Ball Z and Gundam Wing and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I loved. So it was just uh, I'm used to seeing male-oriented things all the time. <laughs> that's why I'm not surprised by anything you'll say, Darrell. Oh, 
Yeah, I got plenty of things that are male-orientated. Just because you're not surprised doesn't mean you necessarily want to hear it. <laughs> That's but true. It's okay. It's me. I'm black. It's okay. I'm, I'm black, too, Darrell. That's why I wouldn't be that shocked by anything oh, you'll be saying. Oh, snap, man. I'm oh, shocked, snap. man. Yeah. That's right. Hey, we got some. Hey, we got some dark chocolate on here tonight, y'all. That's Woo. right. Besides me, too bad Jim's not here. Yeah. The other black man. Chocolate, doesn't he? Oh yeah, don't worry about it. I'm gonna be real nice right about now. <laughs> don't overload on the nice, okay? Oh no. Oh yeah. By the way, she doesn't like the nice, the real. So I we, like we nice just... sometimes. Sometimes I like nice. Okay. Okay, we're gonna let it slide then. Okay, moving right along, people. Yeah. Well, later on in the show, we will be discussing Jason DeMarco's call to arms for what Toonami should do next. We did a little bit of that last week, but we thought that we could elaborate on it, uh, perhaps. And also, we have some other opinions today, so it should be an interesting conversation. But first, it's time for our Space Dandy Recap. Space Dandy, episode 19, The Gallant Space Gentleman, Baby. Screenplays by Keiko Nobumoto. The animation direction, storyboard, and unit direction are all done by Hiroshi Shimizu. And his assistant animation directors were Hiroyuki Aoyama, Kazumi Inadome, and Yuka Koiso. On the Funimation side... The script adaptation was done by John Bergmere and Patrick Seitz. And the ADR direction was by Joel McDonald. Our guest voices this episode are Monica Rial as Pine Pine and Vic Mignana as Gentle. As we begin this episode of Space Dandy, Scarlet is kind of moping about because she can't find a man. Well, her friend Pine Pine decided that she would take her out for a little fun to maybe find somebody, have a good time. And lo and behold, Space Dandy and his crew trying to find some food sneak into a all-you-can-eat buffet specifically for women. Space Dandy is that desperate. Mm-hmm. I found that to be sexist. <laughs> men I should be able to Dandy's eat, too. Character. Oh, no, dude, seriously, that's the way you go, man. Free food? <laughs> I am a woman! Hear me roar. <laughs> and the attendant had no problem with that, apparently. Well, you know, that attendant was kind of on the fairy side anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, believe I... me, honey. <laughs> yeah, that threw me off, too. So Dandy's stuffing his face at this point, and Scarlet's getting tanked. Yeah, Scarlet <laughs> is getting very, very drunk, full of food, and she's over it already. She's walking out, leaving her friends, and... <laughs> Then she comes upon Gentle, a Claudian alien. And these guys are known to take weary strangers and sweep them off their feet and show them a good time for reasons. <laughs> I think it was data or something. I don't remember what right. the narrator said. They're at trying that point. to collect more and more data as they go throughout the uh, cosmos. Ah, I forgot a very important detail. Well, I didn't necessarily forget it. But 
the very important detail is before all of this was happening, Honey was at a wrestling match on her leisure time, and she was about to head home when she was captured by Dr. Zell and B, who were dressed up as wrestlers. Hey, they're actually doing something more than being pointless side material. Yay! They devised the ploy that they could capture Honey and use her as bait to get Space Dandy. So they do that. But it doesn't go exactly as they planned. <laughs> because it's gel. Nothing goes as planned. Mm-hmm. Learned that over all the times. They find out that she is also half Claudian. So she has <laughs> way too much information for them to pull out with their machine. No wonder was, she's an airhead. That was such a great <laughs> moment. Oh, yeah. Don't underestimate a female wrestling fan, Terrell. <laughs> I never do. Uh, I just find it nice that they decided to flesh out Honey a little bit more. I think she needed it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You always got that impression that something was beneath the surface with Honey. and you, For instance, in that episode when she could read the library notice... Yeah. It's like, well, okay, maybe she just knows that on a whim, or maybe she's really super smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we have our answer there. Well, Scarlet gets swept off her feet by Gentle, played by Vic Mignogna, who is kind of like Space Tamaki. <laughs> <laughs> if you're familiar with Oron High School Host Club. I am. <clears throat> And Scarlet already knows that he's a Claudian and sees through this ruse, but he manages to charm her anyway and get her more drunk off her face. Dandy shows up to rescue Scarlet and is offered hospitality right off the bat. So naturally he forgets what he was there for. <laughs> actually, he was a little bit better this time around. He actually was trying to capture him, but his... um. <laughs> His uh, wisdom and insight check would be completely trumped by gentle persuasion. Gotta say, Gentle had a nice, smooth, silver tongue, dude. Yes, he does. I ain't gonna lie, man. He was putting the Mac down on everybody. As they are getting to know each other, and Meow and Scarlet are getting even more drunk, <laughs> they get a message from Honey saying to come rescue her from Dr. Gel. Naturally, Dandy rushes off to save Honey, and so does Gentle, as he apparently knows Honey. Well, they fall into the trap, obviously, and they have to sacrifice the ship, but Honey gets away anyway, because she's crafty like that, and at the end of the episode, she has a heartwarming moment between her and her half-brother. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, they're related. Because Space Dandy. <laughs> throws you a curveball every couple of episodes. And depending on which way the curve goes, it's either really spot on or completely out there. This is one of the better ones. Actually, all of Season 2 has been really spot on this time. Season 2 has been nothing short of amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I just, I'm just happy that, you know, as I said, they gave Honey a little more background on her, rather than it just being the, oh, look, boobies, here's here's our token female character. They fleshed her out a whole lot more. Actually gave her more of a, they, they, they actually kind of put her against her own stereotype. Yeah, a dumb blonde with big boobs. 
Do not match. What do you think? Well, I do agree that it was definitely beneficial for them to flesh out Honey. And you left out one important detail, um, how Honey got away from Dr. Jell. She used a wrestling move. Oh, that's right. Inspired by the great legendary professional wrestler, um, Mitsuharu Misawa. Are any of you guys familiar with him? Nope. Can't say nope. I am. Well, find him on, on, on YouTube and you won't be disappointed. He was one of the great uh, Japanese wrestlers of all time and she actually uh, referenced him. So that was something that I uh, was quite surprised with because I watch a lot of wrestling myself, which is why I can relate to Honey because I too am a female wrestling fan. So um, So you got that, that luchador mask too? Uh, I That's on my bucket list actually, Durrell. It hasn't happened uh, yet. <laughs> you should so try it at least once. I, I will at some point, but I did enjoy the episode though. It was really entertaining, and I have to say, Honey and uh, Gentle, they are very adorable together, as siblings, I mean. Yeah. Or half siblings. <laughs> yes, I saw a lot of SisCon and BroCon friggin' comments. But it didn't go that direction. No, it didn't. <laughs> Glad it did. Uh, Thank God. I'm letting my. <laughs> I'm letting my weeaboo out when I thought, oh, I bet in the Japanese version she goes, Anaki! <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, weeaboo who was probably watching that was probably listening to it in Japanese the whole time or pretending that they could. So basically you probably heard things like Sagoi, Anaki, Kawaii. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Anaki! I don't even think uh, I remember the last time I even said Aniki. I suppose it's something that we should mention because it was so irritating. This episode had a laugh track. Kind of. I was going to mention that. Mm-hmm. About halfway through the episode, they find out that they are... Uh, Ambroclesians, I think is what they said. Something like that. Ambancians. Ambancians. They're supposed to have some purpose on... Uh, on the cloud, on the ship of Gentle, but they just tend to laugh at commentary. Space dandy folks. Always making up an alien. <laughs> so clearly it was supposed to be a subversion of sitcom comedy, but it kind of fell flat for me. Maybe maybe the laughter was a little bit less obnoxious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about the laughter, man. I was kind of highly medicated that night, so things seemed kind of weird and actually on spot for me. <laughs> Flexoril is a hell of a painkiller. So the question <laughs> is, who was more out of it, you or Scarlet? Ah, oh, yes, there was a moment when Scarlet started to seem a bit attracted to Dandy. He's finally breaking her down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the magic reset button we'll see to that by the beginning of the next episode mm, even before that I believe because she smacked him at the end of the episode <laughs> so for some right. reason they didn't show it it's lazy yes that was but usually lazy. they never well barring episode 2 they never really showed Scarlet ever actually kicking anyone's ass very rare that you actually saw her in combat it was mostly just the outtake one shot shake screen moment mm-hmm yeah, people came in expecting a Honey-centric episode and found that Scarlet actually played a notable role in this one. Of course. 
Not to mention mm. big booby pine pine. I'm sorry, man, but the boobs were out there, dude. I was like, okay, that's a shapely looking alien right there. Nice set of jugs. A nice set of jubblies, I say. And Monica doing a very similar voice to her Michiko. Exactly. Which is why some people probably didn't pick up on it at first. Yeah, I, I kind of didn't pick up on it at first. It's like, oh, who is that? Oh, interesting. Dude, I was on the medication. I still figured it out. But then again, a big set of booze will do that to me. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Hey, booty works too. <laughs> Matter of fact, they should have had uh, Pine Pine turn around, man, so I could have seen the booty, man. If it was an onion, you know, I probably would have bounced the quad off with it back into my hand. Certified! She got a dunk. Uh, <laughs> you men make me laugh. <laughs> Good and hey, gracious. You women make me laugh too. Especially uh, when y'all give me that evil look. <laughs> How about like, some okay. tsunami talk back? Let's get into it, brother. Okay. Allison T writes Woo. in How nice that the sibling reveal didn't go the route of incest. Yes. <laughs> Those. Though the deep pervert inside, someone was hoping it. Not me, people. Someone was hoping it, but not me. Or they just wanted to start throwing out SAO jokes again. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> someone was hoping for it on Twitter. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Damn! If they would have did, I'm pretty sure Jose would have had a friggin' coronary. Uh, yeah. Like no, <laughs> not Dandy. No. no, it was my only hope. <laughs> No, that would be too awkward to do something like that, actually. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah, yeah that would feel off. very out of place in space, Dandy. Yeah. Unless it was done as a gag. Perhaps yeah. in the racing episode, there could have been a racing team that were incestual twins. I could have bought <laughs> that, too. But it could have been Dandy and Prince. <laughs> but Space Dandy is the kind of show that would probably subvert the incest thing. So just when you think it's going to happen, put on the brakes. Oh, that's what you thought? You were wrong. This is Space Dandy. If you didn't have your seatbelt on, you'll be flying 400 feet forward through the windshield. Please keep all hands and head tucked in at all times as you go through the windshield. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, more, any more Tanami talk back? Uh, yes. DBZ We09 says, I gotta be honest, Space Dandy with its laugh track made me think I was watching the Big Bang Theory. Bazinga. Bazinga. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> I was thinking more like Friends or something like that. Yeah, I, I didn't get a Big Bang Theory vibe. Friends. Any old school sitcom. Yeah, pretty much any old school sitcom, I suppose. Uh, Phantom Star 162 says, Love the fact that Honey is involved in this week's episode of Space Dandy, and I like the fact that Vic Mignogna was in it as well. That's all you liked about it? That's, that's what he liked. It's okay. okay. I'm, I'm gonna let him slide, man. I swear I'm gonna let him slide. I'm gonna tweet him about this later on, but <laughs> you get a pass on the show today. Blatch writes in, Dandy's show was pretty strange. I enjoyed the Cloudian gentleman, but what's up with the laugh track? It's a laugh track, man. No other 
explanation needs to be given to you. Go to the corner. And likewise, underscore Starstorm says, Space Dandy was always funny, though the laugh trap got a little annoying. And they make mention of that by, what, halfway through the show, when they finally reveal, oh no, it's an alien that lives on my ship. Really? Really? Oh, really? At, well, at, at the very least, you're, you're subverting the joke all the way. <laughs> oh look, laugh tracks are aliens. I even as living rent free. I was once writing a comedy script in which there was literally a character named Rimshot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whenever really? a bad joke would happen, thank you, Rimshot. <laughs> <laughs> bada boom, bada bing. Uh, Frank Full Metal writes in good episode of Space Dandy. It was interesting to see Honey develop more as a character. Indeed. Yes, yes it was. Yes. Uh, Keikaku Cat writes in, Space Dandy was victacular. I love Honey. Okay, I think you went a little bit overboard with the victacular comment. <laughs> Epic fail on that part of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Fabian <laughs> writes in, Space Dandy turned into a bad sitcom. They got the bottom of the barrel audience to laugh at bad puns. But we're aliens. It's okay, Fabian. You have an HR meeting Monday. Or Tuesday, whenever my back starts to feel better. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't want you to throw your back out, Darrell. Again. Yeah, he, he needs to be in top shape for uh, what we all know is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don't once I get a bottle of... <laughs> oh, no. He doesn't get that honor. <laughs> and Tarzana writes in, Lap track? When did Space Dandy turn into a sitcom? This Claudian is my kind of guy. Brandy for dandy. <laughs> Only an alcoholic like Jen would say that besides me. Yes, you are such an alcoholic, Jen. I can look at you and just get drunk. <laughs> and Michael L. writes in, I always like it when we get to see more of Honey and Scarlet. I also love Honey more, even more, knowing that she's a wrestling fan. Me too. I agree. I agree with that guy. Hey, I'm not a big wrestling fan. I lost all hope for it after my senior in high school. Hmm. I don't blame you. It got a little different. That does yeah. for our Toonami Talkback. Yay! Woo! Can we get the booze now? Can you what now? Can we go and get the booze now? You promised me a bottle of Jack Daniels after the Toonami Talkbacks. No, you can't have the booze, but you can have the news. Love that segue, brother. I feel like you were setting that up for me. <laughs> I thought so too, and I'm like, is Darrell going to do the segues again? Because I, I, I haven't listened to last week, but God, all the segues Darrell was pulling. It's like, wait, when did Darrell start doing all the segues? When Darrell suddenly became the most cognizant person on the podcast. <laughs> yes, well, well. <laughs> well, the thing is, when we did all those surveys, people asked for a smart Darrell. Now I have to live up to my intelligence level. <laughs> you can't hide it anymore. He's like honey. <laughs> I don't right. But I'm sure oh. gonna try. <laughs> From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Tsunami Tumblr, this is Tsunami News, powered by TsunamiFaithful.com.
Attack on Titan at 1130 ranked number one in its time period among adults 18 to 24 and 18 to 34 and all targeted male demos, while Bleach at midnight ranked number one in its time period among adults 18 to 24 and all men 18 to 24, 18 to 34, and 18 to 49. Space Dandy at 1230, Naruto Shippuden at 1 a.m., One Piece at 130, Blue Exorcist at 2, Black Lagoon at 3, each ranked number one in their time periods among adults 18 to 24 and 18 to 34, and men 18 to 24 and 18 to 34. What a good week! Woo! Yeah, with all that, surprising. Mm-hmm. Especially good. given the total numbers, at the very least. Yeah, that's, that's a bit surprising. Anyways, uh, 18 through 49s? The 18 to 49 ratings for Saturday, August 2nd are as follows. Attack on Titan, 498,000. Bleach, 484,000. Space Dandy, 434,000. Naruto Shippuden, 426,000. One Piece, 408,000. Blue Exorcist, 415,000. Beware the Batman, 398,000. Black Lagoon, 377,000. Naruto, 334,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 268,000. Cowboy Bebop, 240,000. Star Wars The Clone Wars, 279,000. And Samurai Jack Ends the Night with 251,000. Those are your 18 to 49 ratings. It usually seems that they're about like half of the totals in most times, roughly. Yeah, sometimes. The last week... The 18 of 49s were actually well over half of One Piece and Black, uh, One Piece and Blue Exorcist. So even though their totals were in the 500s, their demographic ratings were in the 300s. Mm-hmm. Now on to the totals. Attack on Titan, 979,000. Bleach, 865,000, Space Dandy, 851,000, Naruto Shippuden, 821,000, One Piece, 761,000, Blue Exorcist, 749,000, Beware the Batman, 656,000, Black Lagoon, 648,000, Naruto, 613,000, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 533,000, Cowboy Bebop, 455,000, Star Wars The Clone Wars, 511,000. And Samurai Jack ends the night with 467,000. I like how these numbers gradually declined. There's no really big gaps. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we had a higher baseline, that would have been a really good night. <sighs> the adult ratings are still really solid. Which I is a good so. thing. We will get to see how having a different lead-in will affect things, because sure enough, Family Guy led Toonami this most recent weekend. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. No not more to say it was on Toonami. It was not on Toonami. It was before Toonami. <laughs> Big difference. Hey, I missed the affirmative action power hour now. Lead it just moved what? slightly earlier. It's okay. I'm good with it. Now, now it starts, well, actually, it starts at the same time. It's just shorter. No more Black Dynamite. But you still get two episodes of the Boondocks. I find it interesting that they put Family Guy in front of it. Yeah! Originally, they were going to put Family Guy at 10 and follow that by two Boondocks, but I guess they decided against that. And I'm what, curious. <laughs> it's going to be a very major 
change of tone between Family Guy and Attack on Titan. I was gonna yep. say. Art jokes yeah. and then everyone running for their lives. Mm. Yeah. Yep. But there, there's nothing wrong with a good fart joke, man. It is Shark Week after I... all. Yes. <laughs> that was still yeah. on. I, 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 I just find it interesting that they would put that before Toonami because it kind of makes me wonder if they're trying to pull more people into it just because what the recent ratings have been or if it's just more just them just wanting to throw it back there and see what happens. It's interesting to me. I feel like because they've already tried without a Family Guy lead-in that they want to try it with a Family Guy lead-in to see how they do in comparison. Yeah. The less reliant they can be on Family Guy, the better, particularly on the weekend, because they only have so many episodes of Family Guy a week that they can play. Yeah. Exactly. At some point, Peter Chin really does look up like a pair of balls. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let <laughs> <laughs> Got nuts on his chin. That would explain a lot, actually. <laughs> Just when Darrell couldn't go any more lowbrow, he does it again. <laughs> and I did it in Titan form fashion. It'll be interesting. I may have to take, make some notes about what Family Guy gets beforehand from now on, just to see if there's any major difference. I'm not sure if I really should, but it, I'm, it, 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 it'll be interesting. To see if Family Guy's going to make a big difference for Toonami. I'm, I'm kind of give and take on it. To me, it seems more like they're trying to pull more people in by using Family Guy because it's low. But that's just, I, I always see the glass of that path empty. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. I don't think it's going to make a big difference this particular week because it was an unadvertised change. So the best thing you can really hope for is people were expecting to find Boondocks and stuck around because it was Family Guy. But if people were expecting to find Boondocks and didn't stick around because it's Family Guy, that could be a problem. It could be a double-edged sword, man. May work or may not work. I think either way it's going to be pretty good. Good old bait and switch. Oh, yeah. Or masturbate. Like <laughs> uh, it's Durrell. You make anything out of everything, Durrell. A is my perverting nature. Deal with it. <laughs> You know, innuendo sounds like an innuendo. Of course it does. It's a window into the dirty part that is called my mind. <laughs> and I'm a psychology major. That's the killing part. Ooh, that's that's scary. Yeah. So sit on my couch for a little bit, Tunamit. <laughs> it will psychoanalyze you. The legs stay psycho. closed. The legs stay crossed, if you know what I mean. Yeah, don't worry about it. You don't have to unprime like that. I always keep my legs crossed. <laughs> well, mine will stay crossed, too. <laughs> so, I believe we had a new promo, didn't we, Sketch? We sure did. <laughs> we had ourselves a nice, long, Gurren Lagan promo. Oh, yeah. Yep, sure was a promo. <laughs> Definitely confirmed that we you have okay, HD. Which is something some people were concerned about for, you know, reasons. <laughs> so it looks nice and shiny, and if you haven't seen Gurren Lagan, you are in for a treat. And if you have seen Gurren Lagan, you already know it's good. So watch it again. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I have not seen, seen that one. I haven't seen it in HD. So I'm looking No, I haven't seen it in HD. I used to have it on DVD, but oh, baby. 
There was some giant robots on my giant TV. I've got a giant TV. I've never seen Oh, you haven't? I've never seen that. Oh, it is fantastic. One of my I've favorites. Heard it was. I haven't seen it either, so it, it'll be interesting if the way my current. <gasps> we got a couple of Gurren versions here. Just here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We about to pop that Gurren Log and Cherry. <laughs> Gonna pierce I'm your not heavens. I'm big robots. I'm... Oh, God. Don't, don't, guys. Easy on that now. <laughs> Dig deep. We've already started this train of jokes. It's just going to keep going until we eventually get to the next segment. Nobody's talking about anything about <laughs> drills yet. Hey, dude, I was going to say my drill was going to pierce the heaven and beyond. You are Buzz Lightyear, aren't you? How many episodes <laughs> hey. is... How many episodes is Gurren no, Lagann but... 26? Actually, it's 27. Seven. Hmm. Surprising, Ooh, isn't okay. it? Okay. Not not really sure why it's 27. I guess they just wanted to do another episode. But... Well, if it's a 2 a.m., I'll, I'll probably enjoy it, because anything that's like after like 1.30, the earlier it is, the more I tend to hate it. That's the best way I can always say it. Gurren Lagan is like, if you let people make a Saturday morning giant robot show and go balls to the wall with it. That sounds like fun. Yeah, a, <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a real... Infinitely it's a testosterone field show. Oh, yeah. Filled with manly spirit. Manly spirit. Exactly. <laughs> Not to mention, you're drilling deep into the earth, dude. You just got a drill song. And then you crack the core. Mm-hmm. I really, help, uh, I really hate to say this, but I was not excited from that promo. Yeah, I heard a what? lot of people were complaining about it because it was like either poorly edited or something like that. I was seeing it on Twitter where like some people were calling out the fact that like certain lines were late in the audio. I remember exactly what it was. Yeah, there's just something that didn't quite click. And it was an interesting choice to start the voiceover narration partway through, but it kind of didn't feel right. Didn't feel as organic as you wanted this school? Yeah, maybe. But oh, oh well. Promo's a promo. We'll wait till next week, and then we can finally see it. So maybe don't judge it by the promo if you kind of feel like you're not that interested yet. Because you will I assure be. you, <laughs> watch that first episode. <laughs> You'll get interested. Well, at least mm-hmm. a Blue Exorcist kind of went out okay. Could have been better. Actually, could have been a lot better. But eh, mm-hmm. it did what it could. Yeah. That show. <laughs> I will admit. It, yeah, it went out. Uh, Satan. Satan, you... I... They you tried to, to make Satan into a good guy. That... It... Yeah, you you those, don't go the majority of a series and say, Satan's bad. We're just trying to stop Satan. You gotta kick Satan's ass. And then be like, well, Satan's actually not such a bad guy. <laughs> well, one could technically say that with social stigmata, but then you're delving into a whole <laughs> conversation that's no relevance <laughs> at that point. It, it, it just seemed kind of weird that, like, right before the very end, they start backstorying Satan. It's like, d- does anyone really care at this point? I mean, sure, we might care about the mom, but we never really even talked about her in the first place a whole lot. They kind of kept it all hidden, so the it's less really necessary. The about how this happened, the better. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it basically. And it, 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 it's like, yeah, it, it, it's a nice story, but... Why now? Why at the very pinnacle of the end, when you you, you know they're going to be trying to fight the guy, do you make it 
seem like, oh, he was an ordinary person. It's like, no, he was just a giant dick. Yeah. <laughs> he was worse than Ashra with the way he went out. And, and that's sad. At least Ashura made himself look cool before he got one-shotted. <laughs> yeah. This was just like... One-shotted by look. friendship. Actually, yeah. bravery. Well, bravery. Bravery. I was going to say, Ashura was bravery. Satan was more friendship. Or brotherly bond, I think, which way you want to look at it. <laughs> like, yay, I'm going to kill you with the power of friendship. Just in case you eh. forgot, this was a shonen. <laughs> yeah. Friendship. So we go from demons and Satan to giant robots. I think that's a nice upgrade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. It is, however, kind of odd to put Beware the Batman and Gurren Lagann in the same hour. <laughs> uh. Isn't any less awkward than uh, Black Lagoon than Batman? Well, Not really. they're both kind of in a more realistic setting, so it kind of works, but style-wise, they're totally, totally different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be more apt to say going from Bleach to Dandy is weirder than Black Lagoon was going What did back. you say about Bleach? Well, the thing about Bleach is some episodes, like the most recent episode, are comedic. <laughs> so going from Bleach to Dandy huh. can work. I think perhaps it works better than going from Attack on Titan to Dandy. Oh, yeah. Or going from Family Guy to Attack on Titan. But... <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk uh, about that there. Tonal shifts. Tonal Subtle shifts. You can't Way to be smart, data that affects anything in particular. I mean, sometimes it's real easy to get a similar tone between shows. I mean, if you put Batman next to Ghost in the Shell, I think that would work. Uh mm. Put Cowboy Bebop next to Black Lagoon. Probably work. Even, I kind of like that pairing of Cowboy Bebop and Star Wars The Clone Wars because they're both in space and are about space adventures. Yes, because we love a good space drama. And of course, Naruto and Bleach pair really well together because they're cut from the same cloth. <laughs> a lot of it's cut from the same cloth. It's just the ink that's different at this point. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we go attack on, attack on Titan, Bleach And then we go from Bleach to Dandy And then the pilot swap changes And then we're right back to the same fabric again I am Either way. like having One Piece next to Gurren Lagann though. That's like Dream lineup stuff for me Well, you're going from bombastic fighting To bombastic fighting yeah. At least from what the promo showed, it, it, it it's like We go from, you know Rubber man multi-punching to giant robots Fighting Really can't go wrong in either sense, especially with now that we're finally getting into the fighting, the big brawl in Eni's lobby. It's like, yeah, this this will be interesting to see these two combo up, and I think we might see a somewhat decent increase in ratings going from for One Piece and Blue Exorcist for Gurren Logan once those two get into their meat. Yeah, I think it's going to work out. I so, suppose there's a uh, bit of tsunami related news that is worth mentioning. Uh... We got, finally, some news on the Cowboy Bebop Blu-ray that's supposed to come out this December. I'm going to guess it's going to get delayed. You know it is. You, you know it is. <laughs> it's just like, uh, uh, stuff to announce at Otacon. Uh, 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 we're finally putting out Bebop. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> going to dang it's it's always right in front of your face. 
it's always funny to see when when people start calling out Funimation for all their announcements and stuff on Twitter, especially at major conventions. Yeah, I, I don't like, call them other out. than Sailor Moon and getting Space Dandy and Attack on Titan on the air. It's kind of been an uninteresting anime news year. Mm. Yeah, man, you know. Sailor Moon kind of came out of nowhere. Nobody expected Sailor Moon yeah. to come out on Blu-ray, especially the whole series, not just the first four seasons. And so. getting a redub. Yes, especially that. That was out of no, I to total listen. shocker. No, I had to listen to people complain about that. Ooh, speaking of total shockers, uh, NIS America did license Cardcaptor Sakura. And now it will be streaming on Crunchyroll starting the 12th, I believe, of August. Yay! I think they're going to put up the dub that's on their release, which is not the dub that most Americans are familiar with. (laughs) Because, for one thing, it's uncensored and it's not rearranged. (laughs) (laughs) So that might be an interesting thing to check out for curiosity's sake. But I hear it's not particularly good. But the important thing is you can watch the Japanese audio. And it is remastered, I think. It's remastered. It's good to know. I actually think, uh, say, Ranma looks pretty good on Hulu these days. And uh, Sailor Moon also looks really good. So some, some remasters are turning out pretty well. I'm trying to watch, uh, what was it, uh, Dirty Pair Flash on Hulu. That <laughs> did not hold up. <laughs> I like the designs. I actually like the animation to an extent, but the video quality is just awful. Okay, it takes me out of the moment, but yeah, what you going to do? Not all old shows get preserved. Yeah, but I do have that on DVD, too, and it's fun. It's fun to go back to. It seems like a fun show. That's why I wanted to check it out. <clears throat> and also, somewhat tsunami news related, Zatch Bell has returned, this time on Hulu. It is the dub that you remember from Toonami's Cartoon Network days. Uh, unfortunately, there is no uncut. There is no Japanese audio. It's just the dub. And it does have episodes that didn't air on Toonami, so if you're kind of curious about a little bit more of the story beyond what Toonami played, which I believe was 77 episodes, there are about 23 episodes that they didn't air. Might check that out. Interesting. I personally really liked Satch Bell. I was a little burned when it first started because it replaced Yu Yu Hakusho. which they never brought back to the daylight. No, they buried that in the late (laughs) But they tried not to let that get me too bad. The dub is good, but they make modifications. It is kind of not necessarily a hack dub, but it is westernized. It's kind of of a weird dub, because I feel the actors and the scripts is all pretty good. But the change of music, some of the edits, they're really wonky. It's still pretty fun, in my opinion. Maybe just a little bit overselling it a little bit. (laughs) I do not, however, recommend bringing that back to Toonami. 
If you want to see it, it's on Hulu. Enjoy. It wouldn't fit in today's tsunami, actually. I don't think so. No, not not even on the back end. Okay, Terrell, time to put on the military hat. It's time for the Attack on Titan recap. Attack on Titan, episode 14. Can't look into his eyes. Eve of the counterattack, part one. Okay, well, in this episode of Attack on Titan, basically the word starts spreading about a Titan that is on siding with humankind. So the populace is kind of divided between this because they don't know whether Aaron is the savior or if he's the end of all, the great destroyer of all mankind. So basically, Aaron is brought to a military tribunal to be judged by the commander-in-chief, who is Darius Zackley. And basically, Zachary will decide whether, you know, Aaron is be given over custody as far as the military police or the recon corps. You know, basically, they both have interest in Aaron for their own personal reasons. The military police want to kill Aaron, but because they see him as a menace, you know, yeah, I'm looking at this too. Human Titan, he's a loose cannon, loses reason when he um, goes into rogue Titan form. Doesn't know how to control it. Yeah, I want to kill him too. Not. And Recon, Recon Corps, who seems to want to take back while Maria wants him. And, you know, basically both sides get into this big heated um, argument over Aaron's powers. And basically one of the merchants, they were being selfish anyway. You know, merchants want to make money. They want to decide with the military police. And they accuse Mikasa of being a Titan as well. <laughs> I think at some point in the uh, military tribunal, they asked... Um, Mikasa did Aaron Swatter, and she said, no, he was swatting the fly. <laughs> Way to take one for the home team. We know how much Mikasa loves Aaron. But back on topic, <clears throat> uh, basically, Aaron pretty much gets mad when, uh, you know, and the military, po- you know, he's, and their supporters. So basically, he called them out for being cowards. And one of them even attempts to shoot Aaron. I'm like, wow, really? This is how we're doing it? But then all of a sudden, Captain Levi comes in and does the A-Town stump on Aaron, literally beating him, kicking him, stomping him. I mean, dude, I ain't seen a stumping like that in a long time since high school on a Friday evening. <laughs> but despite being oh, that... Man, you Levi go to the school to hard knocks? Dude, my school was in middle projects. We changed. We didn't have bells. We changed classes by gunshots. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And there's the five o'clock murder. Go to your next class, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But basically, even despite being being into a pulp by Levi, you know, at the military tribunal, Aaron doesn't turn into a time which Levi says to the court, you know, Aaron proposed, you know, he proposes that Aaron be part of the recon squad. And he was like, you know, they're the only ones that can control them. And basically, in the end, Zachary gives Aaron to the recon corps. And basically, Commander Irwin and Zoe Hanji, my waifu, I love that crazy woman, they actually <laughs> welcomed him to the court. And basically, Aaron was getting treatments for his wounds. And they, they, um, I think it was Hanji, she actually realized that his tooth had grown back after getting kicked out of his teeth by um, Levi. And which shows that he can heal like a Titan. And that, people, is the Attack on Titan recap. <laughs> any, any Does it hurt? People? Describe it to me. Oh, dude, oh trust me. <laughs> Taking a boot to the head from your commander, dude, or a possible commanding officer, it, 
it, it's not a good feeling. Well, I, I don't think any boot to your head would be a good feeling. Yeah. Especially when you can't re, especially when you can't properly block. Uh -huh. That right. was just. That was really. You're all a bunch of cowards. Boot. And then oh. the curve stomping began, and it's just like, um, okay, you, you can stop now. You, sir, okay, you you can. Dude, <laughs> stop it already. We get the point. <laughs> no, I like, think if you were gonna we... shoot him. Yeah, but I don't want to watch this. I think it would have just been easy just to shoot him, man. <laughs> like what I have on Harlem Nights, man, when quick shot off Del Reese's toe, man. <laughs> like, dude, shoot him in the arm or something. Don't let the poor bastard beat on him for two minutes. <laughs> I mean, dude, that was like the A-Town stomp, man. I'm just like, dang, he just taking boots at the boot at the boot. I mean, it gives a whole new turn to Das boot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, curb stomp. I'll, I'll uh, say this much the first thing that came into my mind was the old Chrono Trigger court soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like okay he wakes up in prison okay we're gonna take you to court okay and now let the music begin do 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 I'm like how long is this gonna go on I'm really really kind of curious about it that oh, look, sequence Never fails to make me feel like a total jerk. <laughs> Which one, the Chrono Trigger? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, tell me what happened in this instance. I was like, oh, I did a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I'm trying really hard to only do nice things, still. Oh, I. <laughs> I can easily get everyone to vote not guilty. It, it's not that hard to do it either way. It, it, it's either admit you were trying to steal it or don't do anything and just help Marley. Either way. But, uh, yay, another multi-part series. This will be great. I wonder how many parts this one will be. <laughs> God. We shall see. We finally finish Operation Let's Move a Boulder, and we go straight to the court case. Can't really say I'm not surprised, but it's like, uh, okay, let's see where this ends up going. Okay? Okay. I mean, he went from being the hero of the day to basically, dear your well, honor, I'm innocent. Well, it's not that surprising. I mean, it's, oh, look, he can turn I didn't type. kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> no, and but I, I did not shoot the sheriff, but I shot the deputy. We have a crazy wall cultist in that courtroom. <laughs> that was that was weird and unnecessary. The walls Seriously, are a gift I of God. Who let you even into the room at this point, dude? <laughs> Seriously, why is he here? Does anyone care what this guy's spouting? It's whether or not we want to kill him or keep him alive. State your case and we're good. Scout Brigade, you want to use him to take back the wall. Okay, what's your argument? He's the hazard and needs to die. Ugh. He has how do walls have cultists? <laughs> I don't it know. How does this wall have a cultist? I never understood how... I know I, the walls I, were important, but... They mention it really it early in the series. I think it was like... Almost episode one, episode two, but then this is like one of my big problems with the series. It's pacing. It's just horrifying. It's, not, it's horrifying all the way through. But the, the whole idea was that there were this small group of cultists that weren't really actually cared about and believed that the wall was God's gift against the Titans. And apparently since the, since the, 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 the attack on Trolls, they got a little more popularity because, oh, look, you know, maybe God is trying to smite us for being greedy. No, you're just a bunch of crazy lunatics. Like almost half, at least who we've seen out of the scout troop so far, mad scientist and smell fetish. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple <laughs> of characters in there. 
and, and, and don't forget our little resident daffodil. Big good sniff. Don't worry about him. He, he, he likes to smell up all the new recruits. Okay. I, <laughs> this I'm not a... supposed to be worried about that. I, I, I need an adult. You smell this. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I, I'll I'll say at this point, it's I'm just kind of wondering how long they're gonna push the whole going back to Shinkansen, Shin, whatever his hometown was called. Shingashina, I think. Yeah, Shingashina. And, and, and it's like, well, how do you even do that? Well, we'll go from the east entrance and walk around. Please, just get to the place already. I, we've already spent 13 episodes trying to move a boulder. Yeah, I kind of feel like maybe a more direct approach would actually be more effective in that case because the purpose is to get to the place. Uh, they could jump over the wall for crying out loud. They have the gear. Okay, we're going to take the east route and walk around. Can't you... Just lower it over the side with a pulley? Nope. Uh, oh, well. I'll say this much. It it keeps the whole we're gonna die aspect intact. But, uh... Well, Data Monkey, we know if you was an Attack on Titan character, you probably wouldn't have lasted the first episode. <laughs> well, of course. Trick. I'd be an extra in the background, screaming my head off and dying. <laughs> Anyone with a first name has a 50-50 chance of staying alive. Anybody with a full name, nope, you have full plot immunity. Here it dies. Three episodes later, he's alive. So anybody with a real name's gonna stay alive. Okay. That um, is not true at all. I say, nope. I I would say if I was a character on Tag on Time, man, I'd probably make it somewhere to maybe like the next season, then all of a sudden get took out some kind of lame way. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm invincible. I got through all of that. Well, It'll be interesting don't to see where the scouts. And It'll the sad thing is, I want to be drunk when it happens. That's all I care about at that point. So, so you'd be taking the uh, the uh, general Pixis way of life. You're always in a constant state of buzz. <laughs> Dude, that is the... <laughs> this might not look good. What are you talking Dude, about? We're just about... two men out on a stroll. <laughs> God. Like if I, you like, if but, you got but, a command officer that's literally walking on the wall drinking, man, that, that dude is sound, man, because he's been drinking, so he's not gonna lie to you. He's gonna tell you the truth. I just, uh, I, I just literally he told point. them the truth. I just, I just like me, sir, because you know a good cognac. What? 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 <laughs> sir, that doesn't make any sense. You don't make any sense. Eh, well, we'll see where this goes. I'll keep Still watching sip. it, but I'm uh, pacing. Still sipping, though. There Still are some sipping. interesting twists. What a twist! Well, I'll keep watching at the very least, although. <laughs> so, any thoughts on this? Actually, uh, yeah. Thank you very much for that, Darrell. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with the series so far. Maybe it's just too many cliffhangers. It seems to be one after another, and that could be a bit draining on your patience, I suppose. But mm. uh, the drama seems to be relatively intact, and I am interested to see if uh, Aaron is able to get the uh, crowd back in his favor. So I'll be patient. Yeah. Part of the problem is they had a specific endpoint that they wanted to reach. Maybe they should have... Mm. <laughs> Manga accuracy was not your friend at this point. Yeah. 
I, I prefer this method as opposed to throwing in fluff material. Because that would feel yeah. very out of place in this relatively tight narrative. But, I don't know. Maybe they could have done this show in maybe 13 episodes. Yeah, that's it. That's like again. That's probably the biggest problem I have with it. Is it's like we spent 13 episodes on trolls, and it's like, okay, anything beyond this and the whole we're gonna die thing. Well, there's a key, and you only reference it three times in 13 episodes, and apparently it's the big critical plot point. It's probably gonna come later, but could we at least get a little more info on some things? The Titans? No. Oh wait, they 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 hawk loogies when they when they're done eating. Okay. I, honestly, I, I feel like Attack on Titan's pacing is fairly similar to most live-action American shows that have a continuous plot. Yeah, I I'm not going to beat it up about pacing too much, but there are definitely points where it feels like this is taking an oddly long time. Yeah. I will say this. It doesn't it doesn't normally take two episodes to move a rock, so I'll give you that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is Darren Yeager. He can turn into a Titan. He's going to pick up that rock and move it. If you don't want to be here, go home, you pussies. And three episodes later, we finally move a rock. Um, <laughs> I, I think Goku would have had the spirit bomb charged by this point. <laughs> and that's kind of a sad thing, because it takes Goku maybe about four or five on average, and to do this whole thing was maybe about, what, the same time frame? A little longer, maybe? But at least it felt longer, so it's like, yeah, Goku could have nuked trolls from orbit at this rate. Okay, Titans are gone, and so is half the city, but the wall's still intact. <laughs> oh, well. I'll keep watching it. I'm I'm hoping for something good, but, eh, I'll be that oh, guy. That peanut butter episode, man, is going to be real funny. So, Tsunami <laughs> talk back? Tsunami talk back. <laughs> Don't be talking back to me. Let's see here now. <laughs> Well, the uh, necessary joke. Phantom Star 162 says, Aaron really needed Phoenix Wright, the ace attorney. Objection! No, he... <laughs> <laughs> Overruled. Even... Had to be said. Yes. By the way, he did not put in that objection part. That was me. That was, that was all mine. <laughs> so much for copyright infringement. Uh. I could have went for Miles Edwards myself. I think it needed more on Miles Edwards than Phoenix Wright. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Levi's kind of like Miles Edgeworth. <laughs> Never played the game. I don't... I've, I've only played maybe the first one and didn't get very far. Blatch writes in, Attack on Titan was stolen by a certain dandy VA this week. Ian Sinclair's performance as Nile was unforgettable. He was also a total jerk. <laughs> That's the whole thing about him. He is a jerk. Nile. A dude named Niles will always be a jerk. Look at Frazier. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or anal, right? Yes. Analytic. <laughs> <laughs> Underscore Starstorm writes in, Attack on Titan was pretty good. I love Hanjay's insanity the best. Yes, that's the reason why I fell in love with her. She's crazy. Kind of like some of my exes. I got the scars to prove it. Brave man. <laughs> hey, you know how y'all women get? Mm. Well, some of y'all, not all y'all. Yeah, some. <laughs> yeah, Hong is a great character. 
very entertaining. Yeah, she's like so freaking full of energy, man. It's like somebody forgot to give her a Ritalin. The next episode, she really gets into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that episode of Preview just makes me sit there and wonder how many, or not how many, but what kind of psychopaths are we going to be introduced to? Most of them just are pretty normal. I think you've exactly. already met the weird ones in the uh, in the scouts so far. Exactly. I'm talking about, hey, uh, look at the podcast, man. We have a couple of psychopaths. I'm the only one that actually admits to it, though. <laughs> I'm a psychopath. I just there are varying different levels of psychopath. Yes, mm. there is. Either way, any more time talkbacks? Doesn't look like there's any more for Attack on Titan. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow. They went to court. Uh, I feel it's necessary to point out that, look, Aaron finally got what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, weirdest way possible. Congratulations, kid. You're on the scouts. That was his initiation, man. He got hazed. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much, yeah, about the best way you could say oh, you buy. Do you hate me now? No? No, no Taito. He doesn't hate you. He's kind of scared crapless right now. <laughs> After everything that happened and, and with with the girl, I it's, yeah, I, I would be more scared than hateful. I, I don't want to go to sleep at night. Why? She's going to come and dissect me. <laughs> yeah. Lock the door. Lock the door at night. She'll pick it. Yes, a woman with a knife in her hand is a very, very serious situation. <laughs> Especially if there's no type of meat around. Danger. 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 <laughs> Danger. I need an adult. I am an adult. <laughs> I need a different adult. Quit your point. I need a... <laughs> that is just so compelling to me. Okay, and now for the topic. follow-up to Jason DeMarco's recent Call to Arms, which he made on Twitter. Thankfully, Crunchyroll compiled all of his tweets because trying to track them down was a bit of a pain. Yeah, it is. The first thing he posted was the old Is Toonami a Failed Experiment promo. Ah, nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. That music is awesome, by the way, for that promo. I love that music. <laughs> However... The question is not, this time, is Toonami a failed experiment? Rather, the question he is asking people to write in about is, what should Toonami be going forward? Now, obviously, there are certain limitations, but he's asked people to write in on Tumblr and write in snail mail. We have that address in case you haven't gotten it yet. 
1065 William Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. If you missed it, scan back on the podcast. <laughs> I ain't going to read it twice. No, you're not. So the question is, not, is Toonami a failed experiment? Because we're doing pretty good. But there is, seems to be indication that they're, they've kind of hit a roadblock in... They're not really sure what to do next. They'll certainly continue bringing us quality action entertainment. And they already have plans to bring in Dragon Ball Z Kai, which will certainly help with the ratings, if nothing else. But the question remains, how can Toonami improve, and improve dramatically, how can Toonami really become something special? As she is our guest this week, we'll go ahead and ask Toonamet first. Oh, God, that's, uh, there's a lot of things to consider when you think about what Toonami could do. I mean, obviously, the reason, a big reason that it's limited, apparently, is because the people who do Toonami every week aren't getting a salary. Um, if I remember correctly, they're still working for free, are they? Yep. I think it's they're doing the Toonami bumps for free, but they're still being paid by Adult Swim for everything else that they do. Yeah, they're paid for their regular Adult Swim jobs. But they do the tsunami stuff basically in their free time. Yeah, that, that, the, uh, that's the uh, that's sort of the issue, I think. I mean, if you're doing tsunami, I guess basically as a, like an after-school club, just something to do to pass the time. That's probably a bad comparison. That just made me think of R.A. But, you know, knowing that they're not getting, I guess, extra I was gonna say salary that, that, for that. I was going to say that that was an interesting way to put it. <laughs> SOS Toonami Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> this is not <laughs> the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. The melancholy of Jason DeMarco. <laughs> and the Lich King. Oh, God. I, I just see someone making a, a freaking just a fan art of just like doing something like that right now. Crop <laughs> out the Lich King and do like an alternate thing with Adventure Time like that. God. I would Dance. be surprised if there isn't a video that has the Adventure Time characters dancing the Haruhi dance. <laughs> that seems like something that would exist by now. But, <laughs> we kind of interrupted. Sorry, Toonamet. Go ahead. Yeah. That's something I'll have to Google now that you put that up. <laughs> no, I, I'm used to you guys going off on tangents, so that's fine. Um, but uh... we ain't that bad when it goes on the tangents. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> Oh, God, I really don't know. Um, I guess it, it would depend on, um, I guess, it seems like even though they're on, it's on Adult Swim, I mean, it seems to me that they could expand, but then they would have to really find some way to gain more revenue directly into Tsunami. Um, I guess promotion, additional promotion would help. Um, but going forward, um, I guess the most important thing they could do is start earlier. I know it's expensive to get more airtime, but starting earlier would be helpful. Where they can go from that, um, I really don't know, because there's so many things that obviously go into Toonami that we don't know about. So, right. I really, I really can't say for sure. Expansion is possible, but 
I think at this point we're kind of at our limiter as to what we can get with 11.30. I mean, 11 a.m. itself would be possible, but we'd have to have something. 11 a.m.? Sorry, p.m., whatever. <laughs> that's this a bit. No, that's um, a 12-hour difference, sir. <laughs> uh, my brain no work today. Either way. I, it, it, I, there's a potential of DVD, DBZ Kaidos phenomenally well. But even then, it's like, I don't see us expanding, honestly. Yeah. You gotta have enough really good performing shows in order to get an additional expansion. I mean, they just put Family Guy at 11 o'clock. So, the next show that they would put at 11 o'clock, they would have certain expectations that it wouldn't necessarily do as well as Family Guy, but it's gotta be in the ballpark yeah it yeah not not even in the ballpark but somewhere in the stadium <laughs> you got to be figuring just as an average that maybe 1.7 probably 1.6 to 1.7 mil totals that's just a throw out at 11 something that at least maybe. does as well as boondocks when it follows family guy yeah i think would probably and there's uh, not a whole lot out there. And Attack on Titan has done really well. It's managed to beat out its uh, uh, the lead-up hour many, many times. It hasn't done that lately, but now that wow. it's going to yep. be after Family Guy, it could very well pull in very impressive numbers. Hard to that say what else week. that they could possibly get that could do that besides DBZ Kai, which they are getting. That's kind of worrisome because, you know, we hear all those trolls talking about bringing back DBC. So now that they have it back, I'm kind of worried that there are going to be more trolls saying that they're not doing anything original enough because they got DBC back on. Yeah, DBC was kind of like the penultimate. You really can't go much further than that in terms of fan demand. I mean, yeah. the thing was almost like the ultimate trump card. I mean, sure, they they could have gotten it once the once once uh, C. W, you know, drop. Actually, who who originally had it? Was it CW? Well, Nicktoons had it, and then CW started Nicktoons playing it. Night. Right. Okay. And and there was all that stuff. I, I mean, I just, I. It is indeed. It, the it replacing card. Bleach is the best. Yeah. I I mean, I honestly felt Naruto, One Piece, and DBZ were all like really good trump cards that they should have held on to, and I. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. It honestly feels like they didn't roll out Naruto Shippuden at the right time, because it's been kind of a busy year, and it's, it's I, been I sort of swept waiting. under the rug, so to speak, even though it gets to air early. Yeah, I, I honestly think they were just waiting in the bushes for Disney to dump it, and sprung out with roses going, you want to go out on a date? Because, I mean, when, when they announced they had it, it, it was like, okay, how long were you stalking this one? Rebound. That just seems weird. <laughs> Like why would you, why would you break up? It, it's me. It's not you. Want to go on a date? Done. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been there? After being free in zone for so long. <laughs> but to be honest with you, shipping in did not. Seriously, shipping in did not belong on the Disney Channel. Period. Now it was that. That was a very questionable choice. Seriously, yeah. because when I was trying to catch episodes, I was like, oh dang, friend zone again. Cause they would change up the um the um the lineup, and I'm like, okay, so it's coming on this day, it's coming on that day at this time. I'm like, I feel like 
I just he felt actually like treated it decently for the first two years, and then, as Disney XD does, don't. Yeah, <laughs> they just let it, they just let it rot online, or at least stagnant there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically they got what they wanted out of it, and then just threw it on the corner. Yeah, can't really say Cartoon Network didn't do the same. Well, Cartoon Network didn't even consider it, but that was like right before the era of death started to me. Right around like yeah. late 2007, early 2008, right before all the good action just got destroyed. Yeah, when we pretty much wiped the slate clean of anything that was moderately successful in order to put in new stuff. And that was a questionable choice, and I'm glad the current new uh, head of Cartoon Network did not do the same thing when she came into power. Because... Canceling Adventure Time and regular show? That would have been a bad idea. Yes, it would have. Bad. I, yeah. I mean, I, I would have. I would have at least. I, I, I think at this point, the the new head is just kind of staying the course, and hopefully, she'll be more apt to pull some like some more action stuff, like what Secret Saturdays and even Gen Rex could do. And honestly, I'd like to see those two come back to some form, but yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping that they got some action animation in development, but we just passed Comic-Con, and there was definitely no announcements there. Yeah. What a pity. And they go, now they're just going to spring it on us like an unexpected pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do tend to pull things out of just nowhere sometimes, so I would not, yeah. not be too surprised by that. A lot of times people expect them to make all the major announcements at the upfronts, but the truth is they announce shows all throughout the year. Yeah, the upfront's just a nice list. Although, honestly, if there's one I'd like to see him attempt, that'd be the Aethist, uh Queen of or Princess of Gem World, or the old shorts that were made for the DC Nation. Yeah, that would be something. So who wants to go next? <laughs> well, the thing I see, they're at kind of a roadblock with Toonami right now, because even if they gain a little bit more time, they're still late at night, there isn't a whole lot of exposure there. Uh, it'd be good if they could get more promos outside of Adult Swim, maybe on other Turner-owned networks, maybe on TNT and TBS, maybe on other competitor <laughs> competing networks, because I see commercials for other shows on uh, competing networks all the time. They... Probably don't have the money to do that, per se, but it would be really helpful to kind of draw people in. But the thing that's really... They really got to overcome, and it's no easy feat, is they got to get back into the interest of the mainstream, and even the most popular anime aren't going to pull that off. Uh, For instance... There were numerous news sites that had never acknowledged Toonami on Adult Swim prior to the announcement that Beware the Batman was going to start playing on it. Oh, that show's playing on late on Adult Swim. I guess there's this thing called Toonami that's on. (laughs) You need look no further than a couple of days ago during the premiere of another Adult Swim show. At the end, they played a Toonami promo in the commercial break, and suddenly on Twitter... I didn't know Tudambi was back. How is that still going on? It's been over two years. You know some people live in caves, man. It's 
apparently they the only internet they get is cell phone delivered by camel <laughs> i get those kind of tweets all the time uh, not all the time but once in a while there's one person thing i just saw a, a commercial to now he's back on so i guess expanding promotion would would certainly help yeah i feel like they promote within adult swim fairly regularly and they even do so during say american dad and family guy in prime time so it's not necessarily a lack of promotion but i think it's more so that people just don't watch commercials <laughs> yeah, DVR kind of screwed all that up by the way if you are skipping through the commercials when you're watching your dvr programs of toonami please do not do that then it doesn't count Keep forgetting how those DVR rules work. I'm just too used to staying up until after Black Lagoon. <laughs> I don't Do have a DVR. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have a DVR, though. It's okay. We're going to get you one next year. Maybe. Uh, if you act right. What I feel like Toonami has to be going forward is kind of the premier action animation venue. It's not going to be easy to get a new original show produced for Toonami. But if they can do that, and even if it's just one, that could be huge. Because let's face it, uh, you're already fighting against an audience that might prefer not to even watch shows in English. Well, you know, I hate to say it, man. Well, no, I love saying it. Most of the people that complain about um, the shows being in English, half of them can't even speak Japanese. So they just need to shut down mouth. <laughs> yeah. They don't even know that the <laughs> acting they're listening to is probably not that good. <laughs> Trust me, you you know, because I do speak Japanese, man. I, I never heard bad, I never really had, just heard bad ones, man. Mongolian Chop Squad was garbage as a sub. So was Captain Future. And I didn't listen to Captain Future in English, German, French, uh-huh. <laughs> and Japanese. Mongolian Chop Squad and in Japanese. Was, uh, it was terrible <laughs> to me. But, you know... Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I can tell by inflation. No, Japanese is a very complex language. Unless you even have the bare minimum basics above expert bum, you're still not going to get it. All right. Certainly have a point. Yeah, I know some weeaboo's going to probably tell me about it. They're just like, I hate that derail guy. I hate him so much. <laughs> Damn him no. for being right. <laughs> How dare you say what everyone else is thinking? Like, hey. <laughs> Don't don't say that about me. It makes me feel bad about my choices. <laughs> <laughs> they bring it on you. Bring it to yourself. I love doing that, though. I don't know why I love crushing real views dreams, though, man. It's just so fun. <laughs> you know, bathing in their tears of sadness and despair is what keeps us going. Yes, it does keep me young. Mm. <laughs> You guys are so hilarious. And your voice just <laughs> sounded super sexy right then. Ooh. I told you. Ooh. Is that <laughs> Don't let me stop there before I get in trouble. I didn't start uh, it, though. He didn't start the flirting. Of course uh, It's always been burning while the world's been turning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Paul mentioned last week, it would just be good if they got more dub premieres. More shows that aren't already out on DVD, already out on Blu-ray. It, it's just one more thing that they can do to make sure that they're the first place people see things. Now, personally, I don't think that that's necessarily an issue these days. Because, 
let's face it, you kind of have to be dedicated to pick up anime on DVD now. Yeah, they're streaming and every Dude, other thing, digital. Dedicated. Yeah, streaming and digital distribution is probably what's more so kind of drawing away people because it's convenient. You can enjoy it whenever you want. I'm sorry, but I don't consider digital media to be that convenient for someone like me because I do not like sitting in my chair watching anime all the time. I'd rather be kicked up on the couch or on my bed, pop in a couple of DVDs or a Blu-ray. You can stream to TV. Dude, Thrill I still don't want to do that it. Thrillist no. that type of person, but... The, the no, sorry, right, he doesn't have a video game console to do it. <laughs> no, it's not even that, man. Like, things go wrong with websites, man. They crash. You know, stuff get hacked. That is true. I, you know, those are the downsides that turn me, turn me off from that. Even if I did have a game console, I still wouldn't do it. I'd just rather have it. Okay, I'm a librarian. So basically with me, it's all about having that physical media in contact with him because, hey, anything can happen to a website, man. I want to be able to access what I want when I want it. Exactly. I agree with that, Darrell. I, yeah. I feel the same. I am also wary of cloud-based technology. I exactly. am race, and it's just now we're going to go horribly off topic if I go down that conversation, although we should have that at some point. Yeah, we'll have that oh. at some point. But then, you know, back to seeing what Toonami could do, it's like, you know, moving forward. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing them do some more original shows, you know. Yeah, or, absolutely. Or, you know, like, month of movies like we used to get. Like, man, I would love to see Giant Robot Week again. I know it's not going to happen anytime soon, but, dude, Giant Robot Week kicked ass. That... Week introduced me to Die Guard and Nadesco. I was already familiar with Evangelion, but I think actually it was the most I saw of Robotech at that point. Dude, I remember Robotech from back in the day, but it was just good to see it, you know, because I am a Mech fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd like to have some more Mech shows on Toonami, so super, super thrilled about Gerd Lagan. Exactly. I wish they would, like, you know... Sentai, you really need to get with Toonami because your sales would boost even more if you got some of your shows on there. Oh, no, I'm yes. not talking about Infinite Strength. That is the missing link, isn't it? Yes. Toonami forging I mean, a partnership with Sentai Filmworks. I mean, Sentai has a lot of gems, you know. Yeah. The only, I would say the only thing that kind of takes me off with Sentai at times is how they handle dubs. I mean, it's not always great. They have hits and misses. But yeah. the thing is, the animation is still beautiful, though. But that's my thing as far as seeing, you know, Cartoon Network going forward. It's like to get some type of a partnership with Sentai Filmworks mm -hmm. because they really do have a lot of good stuff in their libraries that is dub. Agreed. So kind of the laundry list is start a little earlier if you can, get more promotion, get more original content, Pick up more shows before they're available in other media, if possible. And I feel beyond that, they're kind of, they're good. They really are. They're now, good. You just got to grow the audience over time. Exactly. I can throw my hat in if you want, although, disclaimer, you'll hate me. Everyone else I, I already hate you, so what's the difference? <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> Uh, as I finally got my whole six-parter to the Tumblr done, thank God Tumblr let me back in, 
and yes, you will all hate me for saying this, as I usually do, I, I think going forward, they just have to be a little more open. I understand it's an action block, you want the action, but especially with like the advent of DBZ Kai kind of being like that, but not so much a limiter, but like what we could get in the terms of a fan basis, and with something like Space Dandy, which is really more or less a comedy, doing as well as it has, they could, even if it was for like an hour at like 2 a.m., be a little more open to stuff outside of action. Not saying it's going to work. Again, we had TGXP that utterly bombed, but Danny seems to be doing well as a comedy, so I, I just, I, I guess I'm more confused as to why they wouldn't be willing to pull more from outside of the action. Even if it was for like an hour just to try and maybe spread it out so that they, they can pull others in who might be able to say, okay, I like the action and I'm here for this show, which will then generate more potential viewers. Because it, 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 especially with, with, with something like Dandy, I'm really surprised that they aren't going, hey, this is working. Maybe we can kind of push the limiter a little bit more. And again, no one will ever really like that idea, but I just feel that if they were at least a little more open in their content, they might be able to pull something off. Hmm. I feel like they're and, pretty and on- open overall. It may not necessarily show in what they pick up, but they played stuff like Kickheart, they played Space Dandy, they gladly played FLCO. I think they have a wider, uh, a wider array to pull from than most people would assume based on the fact that they play a bunch of action shonen. But let's face it, One Piece, though it has action, is heavily comedy-oriented. Yes, with Nami and Nico's big boobs. There's so much slapstick in One Piece. Yes, it is. Silly show. Doesn't take itself seriously. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Yeah, just even then, the the, the core of it comes down to the action. I mean, while it it has the slapstick, it's kind of like Danny where it's balanced. It, it, It has comedy, but I'm talking more like actual pure comedy, similar to like what GXP was. I'm not saying get another tangent because the only one we got is Geminar. But I'm saying, like, like say once we get done with Dandy and we have an extra half hour, pull something from another comedy that can be shoved at the 238, the 230 region, where it's not really going to hurt anybody if we try it. I'm not saying pull Shin-Shan, but something that, like, the fans would accept, okay, just pull a comedy that we could air on Toonami. We're not going to air it in the front block. We know you don't want that. Just what comedy do you think would fit on, on Toonami at, like, say, 2 in the morning? A drama, a slice of life. Not, don't don't throw out the core, just kind of mix the pot up a bit more. I think there's a danger in getting too far away from the core, though. Right, yeah. and, 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 and I'm not going to say they have to go that far away. I mean, again, action's such a broad genre, it's more, there's so much out there, and especially being an adult swim when they have this openness, with the way they've been going, it's like we're just gonna stick with this. We're 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 pretty much going back to what we used to be with DBZ, Naruto, One Piece, and at this point, it's like if we don't open up to other genres, even like the smallest of senses, I personally feel we're gonna end up strangling ourselves, and that's really more on the fans less than network. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't kill Toonami to have another comedy. Dandy's a comedy. We all love Dandy. So, what's the harm in getting something else? And if it's 
shall we say, an adventure comedy that fits, that that totally fits. And that's not really something that they would necessarily avoid, I feel. Assuming, of course, they actually like the show, because, well, we know how they feel about panty and stalking. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, 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 that show is... Even I'll admit that goes a little beyond what they could probably pull. I mean, even at like three in the morning, it's like, it's good, but yeah, some of those jokes go a little off. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Black Lagoon goes dark in a nice, in that really creepy, good way. This is just like, yeah, now you're just making it feel weird. Yeah, it's like that weird guy that comes to the party and just starts hugging everybody like he knows them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, why are you touching me? It's like, <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> no, nah, I can say it was a. That's yeah. that's the way I would want them to move forward. Don't destroy the core, but try to expand potential. I mean, we have a really good start with Dandy. Go with that. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure they could probably find something that has like a nice balance of comedy and probably some action in it. Almost every show that they play, among those shonen mix action and comedy and drama. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I, I would say more the the main emphasis. I mean, we look at Dandy, it's mostly a comedy. You look at something like Bleach, Naruto, One Piece, it's mostly action. Broad scaling it, yes, but Well yeah, Bleach does have his moment, funny moments, especially when Cone gets kicked by Rukia when he tries to grope her. <laughs> yeah. I mean they they each have their small sex, but I'm talking like a show that's like a mainly a comedy, like Dandy, where it's mainly comedy. Sure, it'll have interspersed, but I think it would be helpful if you had an example. Yeah, but the problem being is it's I get my anime from Toonami. I'm the casual audience of Toonami mm-hmm. outright, so I can't reference it. I can only give a broad idea. Whether or not they take it, that's fine. I would just like to see it. Again, with it being an adult swim, they're more open. It's a new tsunami. If it's broad appeal and action, at least make it broad appeal and or action. Let's see. What can I think of that has kind of comedy but action in it? Right now, yeah, I'm just drawing I'm thinking a blank, Sergeant man. Frog. Oh, yeah. Now, Sergeant Frog would work. Kiddo, 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 kiddo. Yeah, I, I mean, again, it. I, 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 like I said, it doesn't help I don't have examples, mm-hmm. but I'm not the big anime buffs like some of you are. Mm. I, I'm not the person who's going to go to, you know, you know, Funimation or Hulu to watch you know, the ones I want. I mean, with the, I mean, if you go back to the whole digital physical thing, it's like I would buy them if they were in a digital DVD format. I would. Mm. I'm not much of a physical guy, and the ones that are on things like iTunes, it's like, yeah, you're getting the episodes. That's it. It's like, well, mm. you know, if you wanted to know something, well, Van Dredd could. I- may actually work on there. Oh, Van Dredd would definitely poss- fit. Hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's just throwing the idea out there. You know, not I, necessarily... I kind of want to skew the other direction. I would like to see a show with more drama. Yeah, and, 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 and honestly, that works too, because I think he, uh, you mentioned Psychopaths on Twitter. Yeah, the well, Psychopaths yeah, has Psychopaths more than enough action good. to qualify, but still, it is a heavily drama-related show. And then you got like stuff like Eden of the East, um, um, Limb Barrels of Iron. I think that has been dubbed. And then what about Gargantua on the Virgin's Gargantua, Planet? that'd be good to see. Hmm. 
I mean, yeah. I even thought about Rossafun, but I think no, Rossafun played on the Sci-Fi Channel, but Rossafun might actually be okay. But I think it might bore people, man, because it's it's. That it's is a danger when you have the drama shows. Yeah. Because everybody yeah, was, jokes about was... Ghost in the Shell Sleep Alone Complex. <laughs> <laughs> but I never really had that problem when I watched the show. I just, you know, that's, that's my whole thing moving forward. But then again, Escaflone probably could do it. Yeah, Escaflone, that's a, another one of those sunrise like... shows that who knows when we're going to get them. <laughs> yeah, I know, drama, right? com- drama, comedy, slice of life, whatever. Just... I just expand the horizons a little bit more than what we currently have. I mean, e- even if it still has action in it, like a-, a drama action would be nice. A comedy action would be nice. Not the other way around, but that's just me. No one likes but, me. Hmm. Everyone hates Every time I bring this topic up, big Twitter arguments can come up, but that's what I would like to see them do moving forward. Actually, Data Monkey, um, that's an interesting point. I was just thinking maybe something like uh, Black Butler would work because there is a little comedy, there is a little drama, there's some nice-looking action. Maybe that's more of what you're referring to, right? Anything that's not the same thing four times over, personally, to me. I mean, when you look at the current block right now, it's to me, it's basically same, same, comedy, same, same, same. Sure, they might intersperse comedy in between them. Again, Bleach's last episode is pretty much filler comedy. One Piece has the, the little jokey moments. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not a big anime buff. I don't seek it out, so I'm just throwing it out there as an idea. And again, it probably won't happen. I'd like to see it happen. Well, you know, if they really wanted to get some, man, it was like really a lot of action. You could actually probably try to work with Get Backers. Get Backers but would be fun. Get- it's another Sentai. Yeah, it's a Sentai title, but you know, it's a good one though. I remember wanting Get Backers on Toonami a long time ago. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'll I'll watch anything. I mean, I'm still watching Attack on Titan despite utterly hating it at this point. But I just feel that what they're currently offering is just the same. It, it's it, 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 it's not open is as I feel that they could be being on Adult Swim. Seriously, if they could get some Sentai titles, dude, they would be okay. Especially like Campione. That would be a good one. Maybe that's what we have to do. Try and convince Sentai to work with Tsunami. I don't know. It would be nice, but hey. Somebody has to make the first move. And I ain't doing it. I'm like Kermit. <laughs> I'm like Kermit at this point, though. None of my business, though. <laughs> still Where's your tea Oh, you still got your tea, huh? Yeah, well, at this point, it ain't T no more. It's that Remy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, anyone else got any other ideas for what they could do moving forward? Hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, I think basically stay the course. Try not to rely so much on the Naruto's, the DBZ's. It's good that you have them, but three is plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Two would have been okay. <laughs> I, I, I would say with the major fan base shows like Naruto, One Piece, Bleach, even to a lesser extent, Attack on Titan, SAO, we really only need about an hour and a half. It, it, especially with the six-hour block, it, it's like we have a limited time frame, but the ones we want up front, and then kind of like disperse further out toward like 3 a.m. before we hit the retro. This is all just freebie stuff we can air. Here's a thought. 
should they put shows, sandwich shows between those standard mainstream action shows, kind of like what they're doing with Dandy? They could, but I guess it would depend on the show. I mean, if you look at something like Dandy, it works in most cases. But again, I sometimes people will just be like, I'm bored, I want more action, the show doesn't give me enough action, and then they leave. Yeah, it, there it, certainly the, is the some danger to that. Because the, the, the fans are really fickle. It seems like, I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised that a lot of the viewers that would watch Bleach and Naruto Shippuden are not that interested in Space Dandy. Not surprised! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lump you all into one group, because I know there's plenty of people that like it all, but still not surprised. <laughs> Keeping an open mind. That's all I want. Yeah, uh, I was just saying that at some point I wouldn't mind seeing Inuyasha the final act, though. That's one that I would want to see. That is some I, unfinished I, business that they ex- really ought to take yeah. care of. Exactly. Just do it! Get it over with! Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, I'm kind of curious to see what's going to end up replacing Black Lagoon at 3 after it gets over. Wondering if they're going to pull Big O Season 2 back or something else. Not sure what else they have left in the freebie grab bag at this point. Mm. Bring back Outlaw Star! Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> it's not free, but they should bring back Outlaw Star. Exactly. People want to, people want to hear Moon again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think we've basically thrown out a bunch of ideas here. I'm satisfied. On to some housekeeping. Like a scullery made you all. <laughs> You can email us over at the podcast at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. You can like us on facebook.com backslash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at podcast, And you can also follow us on Tumblr, tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. Please visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all of the episodes of the podcast. We got a message from a longtime listener, uh, Stephen Oz, a.k.a. MXA Ghost. Dear Sketchball, Darrell, and Jim. Sir, not appearing in this podcast. <laughs> it's okay. We put Paul in time out. They'll get it. I'm the female Jim. <laughs> that is a lofty statement. Yes, it is. I can pull it off, I think. Dear Paul, Darrell, and Jim, this is very difficult for me to write. I have a mixture of social anxiety and depression, so I don't get out much. There are good days and there are bad days. I just wanted to tell you thank you. The Toonami Faithful Podcast and the Toonami Block has helped me get through life. From the bullying all the way through the school years into the depression, life did not treat me too well. I went to college and then dropped out. I'm not trying to make this a sob story, but I am changing my life, slowly. I started college again with the intent of becoming a journalist. More specifically, I am trying to become a video game journalist. That might not ever happen, but at least I have tried. Secondly, I was hired as a library page, someone who shelves books. And thanks to listening to the mm-hmm. podcast while I exercised, I have lost weight. At my peak, I was at 212 pounds. And I lost 45 pounds, so now I'm at 165 pounds. Bravo. I can't fully repay you all, 
for what you've done, but next time that you're all at a convention, I will have to buy you a round of drinks. Woohoo! That's what I'm wow. talking about. Thank you yeah, for all that nice. you have done. Your podcast is amazing. Keep up the great work. Stephen Oz. All right, Steve. Well, just know we're here, man. And seriously, don't let the depression get to you. I know how overwhelming college can be when you step on a big campus and you don't know anybody. Like, um, basically, from a psychology point of view and what most psychologists have said, is mainly females that, like, when they go to a big college, they get overwhelmed by the size. And most males, when we go to college, the first thing that goes online, will we be attacked by somebody else? But it college can be whatever you make it. And I'm glad that you did decide to go back to school because, if anything, I preach education more than anything because having an education is valuable. It will help you get through life. You know, people can take a lot of things from you, but they can't take away that degree. Right. And, you know, the fact that, you know, we're helping you lose weight and do all these other things. Trust me, I know your pain is being a page at the library because, trust <laughs> me, I started from the bottom and now I'm at the top. So it can be a pain. Sketch knows my pain about that. But <laughs> a little bit. The thing is, <laughs> but the good thing is that you're you're finding a way to get through life and you're dealing with it instead of just giving up altogether. So that's the command you right there. And just keep up the good work. And we'll try to keep doing what we're doing on our end, too. Well said, sir. Well said. May I add something? Please. Of course. Um, yeah. And as for never becoming a video game journalist, I've learned in my experience that you should never say never. Because yep. even though the opportunity may not present itself right away, it does have a way of coming when you least expect it. So if I were you... I would not let go of that because opportunities yeah. can come when you least expect them. So don't give up on that. Yeah, as a video game designer myself, in the current state of the industry, I have gone through hell and back trying to even get a remote a, a remote pay per hour job. I got lucky with Amanical Games. Through all the depression, through all the shit you will go through now, in the past, and in the future, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. Never give up on your dream, no matter how crap life is. If you pursue it, it might hurt, but at some point, someone will see you and go, you know what, I'm going to take a risk, and you will feel amazing at that point. Never give up. And to quote the supergroup journey, don't stop believing. <laughs> well said. Hey, look here, dude. Journey rocks, man. I love <laughs> Journey. Me some Journey, too. <laughs> oh, man, is that Journey? Oh, yeah, dude. Seriously. <laughs> I was literally at the bar, man. They started playing <laughs> Don't Stop Believing. Dude, put the Guinness Every down time. midway and started singing. <laughs> <laughs> it is most assuredly one of my favorite ones to do karaoke. <laughs> you can get the whole room. It's always... Yeah, you get the whole room going with Journey, man. <laughs> it's always nice to get stuff like that. Anyways, so... Time to get out of uh, here. Man. Yep. Aw. Yes, all good things must come to an end. It's been a long one, actually. Assuredly. <laughs> Indeed. Indubitably. Have fun editing this. <laughs> editing? What's that? <laughs> it's that thing that you do when you make a sound good. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course, I make your life hell because of the things I do and say. 
<laughs> I, I think we all make his life hell. Especially this one is going to be a... There's going to be a lot of post-credit stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably yeah. not going to be as bad as the recent episodes. <laughs> I got to look about it, actually. Either way. I'm sorry, off. Sketch. It's all right. <laughs> Do not met. Where can they find you? I am on Twitter, usually on Saturdays, but I'm tweeting anytime I feel like it. You can just reach me on Twitter at TunaMet, and I can spell it out for you. That's T-O-O-N-A-M-E-T-T-E. Anything else? TunaMet. Um, no, I'm very active on Twitter, and that's about it for me. <laughs> All right, cool. Darrell. Oh, okay. Um, well, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai 7 at Twitter.com. If you want to tumble with me, you can do that at Ukami Samurai dot And if you want to send me any evil emails, you can do that at Darrell Maddox at Toonami And that's pretty much it. Somebody buy me some alcohol, please. <laughs> You've had enough. No, I haven't. He's, he's never had enough. The problem is he hasn't had any in a while. <laughs> okay and as always you can find me on twitter at at ambient virus i'm probably surprised if i don't get at least some form of hate mail about what i want to not be doing going forward but we'll see where that goes either way that's all i got right now i'm still contemplating getting a tumbler so that might come later i don't know hmm the best way to get in contact with me is on Twitter at Sketch1984. You can also tumble with me, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can also ask me silly questions, Sketch1984 on ask.fm. And you can also email me your comments and questions about the show, sketch at tsunamifaithful.com. Well, that's it for this week. I'd like to thank you for listening. Thank you once again, Tunamet, for joining us. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. It's been our pleasure. Of course. It is very, <laughs> very been our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Just had to get one more creepy thing in, didn't you, Darrell? <laughs> of course, man. I got to leave a kind of scarred a little bit. I got thick skin, so nice try. <laughs> You know what? I would say something, but I'm going to just leave that. I'm going to keep it kosher tonight. I'm going to let you slide tonight. <laughs> That's it. We're out. Deuces! <laughs>